Trapcast Express. Tradcast Express, it's Saturday, June 16th, 2018. This may come as a surprise to you, but Francis has had a lot to say recently. For example, yesterday, the gospel reading in the Novel Sordo worship service was Christ's condemnation of adultery in Matthew 5, 27 through 32. In his daily homily, Francis used the opportunity to talk about, well, not marriage or adultery. Instead, he talked about how women are exploited today, which of course is true enough, but that's beside the point. In that sermon, he made a particularly curious statement. He said, quote, Without a woman beside him, whether as a mother, as a sister, as a bride, as a working companion, as a friend, that man by himself is not the image of God. And then a little later he said, This is a sin against God the Creator, rejecting women, because without her we men cannot be the image and likeness of God." Did you know that? I mean, what an idiotic thing to say. God created human beings in his own image and likeness, which means he created us with intelligence and free will, so we could know what is true and love what is good, just as he does. That's the natural image of God and man according to nature. And then there's also a supernatural image according to grace, and that's an enlightened understanding, a will free from all weakness, and sanctifying grace. Now, sanctifying grace is what makes us pleasing to God and is a participation in his divine nature. That is what is meant by man and woman being created in the image and likeness of God. And you can find that in any approved pre-Vatican II catechism. It's so basic. If you'd like to read more about this, with quotations from authoritative sources and such, you can find that on our blog at novusordowatch.org slash wire. Just look for the post dated June 16th, 2018, entitled, Francis, Without Woman, Man is Not the Image and Likeness of God. Then on May 30th, Francis gave an address to the Russian Orthodox Bishop Hilarion and told him flat out that he rejects the idea of converting the Orthodox to Catholicism. We know that, of course, but it's astounding to see him say it so plainly. Here is what he said, quote, In Moscow, in Russia, there is only one patriarchate, yours. We will not have another. And when some Catholic faithful, be they lay people, priests, or bishops, take up the banner of uniatism, which no longer functions, which is over, for me it is also painful. The churches that are united with Rome must be respected, but uniatism as a road to unity does not work today. Unquote. Now, by uniatism, he means the conversion of the Orthodox to Catholicism, like the Eastern Catholic churches, which retain their own Eastern liturgies and disciplines, but are subject to the Pope. This Francis rejects. And that's nothing new, really, because back in 2016, he'd already said that converting the Orthodox to Catholicism is a grave sin against ecumenism. So, Just remember this next time someone tries to tell you that ecumenism is really about converting people to Catholicism. No, it is not. 
Then on June 8th, for the Feast of the Sacred Heart, the Jesuit anti-pope preached the following in his daily homily, quote, How does God manifest his love? With great works? No. He makes himself smaller and smaller with gestures of tenderness and goodness. He approaches his children, and with his closeness, he makes us understand the greatness of love, unquote. Now, it's obvious that God shows his love even in small things, so to speak, but it is absurd to say that God does not manifest his love in great works. I mean, seriously? The creation of the world, the leading of the chosen people through the Red Sea out of Egypt, the manna in the desert, David being victorious over Goliath, and on and on throughout the Old Covenant, and then, of course, the New Covenant— you know, the Immaculate Conception, the Incarnation of the Second Person of the Blessed Trinity, the Holy Eucharist, the Redemption, the Resurrection, the Ascension, the founding of the Church and the descent of the Holy Ghost, you know, little things like that. Unbelievable, this guy. Unbelievable. I'd say the Redemption manifests God's love little more than the beauty of a daisy, don't you think? And that's not to say that God's love isn't also revealed in beautiful flowers, because it is. Anyway, I'm wasting my breath. See, what's really happening is that Francis, Jorge Bergoglio, is not preaching the gospel. He's using his own talking points and uses whatever he can find from Scripture for the day as a prop, as a gimmick, to facilitate the preaching of those talking points. So if it's tenderness he wants to talk about today, then everything from Scripture gets pushed through that lens. If it's the exploitation of women that's his topic of the day, then that's what he finds in the gospel. And so he has that set of pet topics that he likes to talk about, and that's why you hear about the terrorism of gossip every few months, and then it's, ooh, the church is not an NGO, then it's welcoming the migrant, then we hear about how Catholics are just a bunch of rigid losers like the Pharisees, uh, then the church is not a museum again, and then the God of Surprises makes an appearance, and so forth. Case in point. This is from back in April, but it's as relevant as ever. La Stampa reports as follows on a homily delivered on April 24th. Quote, God frees. Ideas and ideologies do not. They make prisoners. From this axiom, clearly expressed in the Gospel of John and his reference to the doctors of the law, Pope Francis unfolds his homily during this morning mass in Casa Santa Marta. Once again, the pontiff warns against the risk of rigidity, which leads to placing oneself at the center and thus remain untouched before the works of the Holy Spirit and insensitive to new things. This should come as no surprise. In human history, there have always been and always will be resistances to the Holy Spirit, oppositions to changes. Always, always to the end of the world, the Pope affirms. But the Christian must tune in to a different frequency because God always comes to meet us with something new and original. Unquote. Now, this is so much garbage, it defies belief. The time of Christ was a time of revelation. Well, all public revelation ended with the death of St. John the Apostle around 100 AD. Everything that the Church teaches was contained in seminal form in that deposit of faith 
entrusted to the apostles. What did St. Paul say about this onslaught of novelty, by the way? You can find the answer in 2 Thessalonians 2.14. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you have learned, whether by word or by our epistle. So no, God does not keep giving us new things. If there is one who continually gives us new things, it's Francis, and that tells you all you need to know. The guy is revealing a new religion. So ideas make prisoners, huh? <laughs> what an incredibly stupid idea. Tradcast Express is a production of Novus Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org. And if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novusordowatch.org slash donate.